Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Well, family, welcome back. You are here on listening to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm your host, Hurley Brown. Coming live to you from Merritt Island, Florida, home of the Mighty Mustangs, with my co-host, Kelvin Harris. Kelvin Snatched, man, Harris. What's been going on, big folks? Oh, man, it's all about football. Yes, it is. It is. Hey, but we're going to start this week off. Man, there's been a lot of great stuff that happened since the last time we got together. But this is a special week for me. It is my anniversary. So we're going to start this week off, and we're going to give thanks to um, Neil and Miss Christina. Neil is the host, and Christina is the server that served us last night for my 11th anniversary dinner at the Land Remember. Compliments of my cousin, Traverse Johnson. And I tell you, Kelvin, they did an amazing job. One of the, one of the best steaks you'll ever get. You know, if you get a chance, not at, say that again? Where were you guys at? At the Land Remember. Oh, wow. The Rosen Creek, yeah, the Rosen Creek no, the Shingle Creek Resort, the Rosen, yeah, one of the um, the Rosen hotels over there off of Universal Boulevard or Universal in Orlando. I mean, I tell you, man, they took great care of us last night. But but I got to do this real quick, Kevin, because you know I got the meal last night. We got over there, and we got a chance to eat. And my cousin's one of the sales managers, so he made the reservations for us. And again, Mr. Neil, uh, and I'll tell you, if you get a chance to go, you get a go. But my cousin. He, he, he put a stipulation on this. So what he made me do was I had to agree that the University of Central Florida, <laughs> I, I had to agree that I would acknowledge that they are the 2017 national champions because of their perfect season. The only undefeated football team in the NCAA. So, Traverse, to you, we are going to officially announce that the 2017 National Championship Award, the Get Down National Championship Award goes to the University of Central Florida, Coach Scott Frost and the Black Knights. So, you got it. I did it. Now we can move forward. All right? So, hey, but a lot has happened and, you know, Kevin, there's something that happened that really touched my heart this past weekend, and, and I got to give. Actually, it happened last week, and, and you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to Steve Holinsky's family, the quarterback from Washington State, who, who committed suicide. Um, we wish that on nobody. You know, um, a young, yeah, 21 year old kid, man, and he just felt compelled to take his own life. You know, the Holinsky family. The Get Down family, we're praying for you, and I thought some prayers go out to you, the family, and of course, um, that wasn't the only to Washington State. To watch this game. Yeah, that's that's him. That's him. Oh, Steve wow. Minsky. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it, it's a, it's a sad time. All right. Hey. Again, you know, a heart thoughts and prayers go out to you. Coach Leach, I had a chance to listen to him, and I've been watching him. He actually beat us in the um, Sun Bowl a couple of years back out in El Paso. 
but I had a yeah. chance to be around him and his staff. Great guys, run a great program. Coach Leach is a uh, arguably one of the, the best offensive coordinators in college football. He is a he revolutionized the game. So you know, again, thoughts and prayers go out to you and you know, the Washington State, the Cougar family. Okay, now. Kevin, we're still going through this coaching carousel. Now, there's a lot, still a lot of crazy thing, thing, still a lot of crazy things going on. But the college stuff is pretty much done. All right, all the college coaches have been maybe, placed. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, the head coaches are done, unless somebody from the NFL comes in and grabs somebody. But the latest news that we got was your boy Kevin Summer. He gets the yeah. job at the University of Arizona. You know, he's the head coach. And he should. You know, Arizona was doing some good things. Um, of course, the head coach, you know, had to step down because of some, some allegations. Yeah. Yeah. Mitigating circumstances on that one. So we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> but congratulations to, to Kevin Sumlin. Again, hey, man. Texas ain't never got to pay the dude ten point five million, so he he ain't he ain't upset with nobody. Well, did you see the other headline about that? He had interviewed to be the offensive coordinator for for John Gruden. Yeah, with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had interviewed to be the offensive coordinator again. But hey, the guy's done enough, obviously, to where he's still a a hot commodity. He's still very no. attractive to a lot of people. No, he's, he, he's been successful at both of the spots where he was a coach. Mm-hmm. And in his time in Oklahoma, so he understands offense. I think he'll be successful in Arizona, but the state of Arizona has gotten really competitive over the last few months with him and Herb Edwards. And then, you know, it's good to see two minority coaches get shot. Oh, exactly. Especially out there in the state of Arizona, out there on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, but hey, you know, now you get a chance to compete with T. Martin and USC. You know what I mean? Yes, he did. So congratulations, T. And if you're ever over here on the East Coast, buddy, we need to we need to spend some of that that Trojan money. So (laughs) (laughs) you keep us in mind to get down with Hurley Brown, Hurley Brown and Kelvin Harris. You come on. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with you treating us to a meal. I'm I'm sure, you know, Pete Carroll and the the fellas won't be upset with just for spending some of that USC money. But anyway, congratulations to Seattle anymore though, because of uh, they uh, well, they let our boy go. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. happy about that. No, no, we're not happy about it. But you know, I spoke to Mike, and um, you know how Mike is, and Mike, you know, as as most of us do, we all believe that God has a plan, and he feels that this is part of God's plan, and he's ready to move on. You know, well, one of our boys is still there, Clint Hurt, and again. I had a chance oh, yeah. to spend some time with Ken Norton Jr. Ken Norton Jr. goes back to be the defensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. And I just think it's, you know, hey, I can't be mad. You know, Mike Barrow had a great opportunity. He's learned. Mike's going Mike's to land on his feet. Real well. Yeah, what did say he was going to do? He came back to Miami. I'm assuming until he would get himself straight. Yeah, yeah, from what I understand. You know, the kid's in school right now, so we're going to leave the kids in school. We're going to let them finish out the, the semester, and then he'll make a plan or, or make a decision after that. If he doesn't get I mean, we still, it's still early in the process now. I mean, guys are still moving around. The jobs are still open. There's a lot of stuff that well, has to got, happen for, before he can say I, I that think, he's just done this year. I think he's got a shot. Maybe get on that Carolina staff. Excuse me, that Carolina staff. 
Well, maybe Carolina and also maybe in uh, Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike's got enough. He's done enough to where, again, he's attractive to some people. People know what he's capable of doing. He's a great person. You know, you don't have to worry yeah. about Mike outside the football field. You don't have to worry about him doing nothing crazy. I mean, he's a God-fearing he, man. He's not growing he's a, up in TMZ. He, he was definitely yeah. a bottom citizen, and he's going to exactly. the players. Yep. And he was a great player. I mean, he's a great player. He was a, a student of the game. So, hey, look, Mike, man, again, hey, we love you. We know you're going to fall on your feet. And, hey, man, like you said, God has a plan for everything. This is part of God's plan. We don't question this plan. We just wake up every day and we do God's will. And that's what he's going to continue to do. All right. Now, hey, so Steve Wilkes, the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, defensive coordinator with the Carolina Panthers. I mean, so, hey, congratulations, Steve. Looking for, for some great things out there now. Don't be surprised if Ken Dorsey doesn't head out there. If who? Ken Dorsey doesn't head out there with him. Arizona. I'm, I'm hoping Ken does get a shot. Again, they coach together over there at Carolina, and I, I think, I, well, I know he thinks the world of Ken Dorsey, as we do. And, I mean, hey, man, now he's in a position to bring his boys along with him. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Even Rob Chesinski, because Rob did a great job. You know, Rob yeah. doing a good job. Nah, you know, but, again, these are guys that he's coached with before. He's been around. He knows them. And um, Mike Shula, who was the offensive coordinator at the time, that he was a defensive coordinator. Again, when these co- head coaches get these types of jobs, they want to be around, they want to surround themselves with people that they know, they have relationships with. And again, the reason that they do that, because man, when them, when them bullets start firing, boy, you better have somebody in your corner. You better have somebody that knows that you know and that you trust. Because when the bullets start flying, most everybody go to ducking. You need somebody that's going to stand up and take that bullet for you sometime. So, yeah, let's see what happens you know, with that. Some of these coaching hires, I'm not naming the days, but one particular coach that did a good portion of his staff. That yeah, you're breaking up on me, Kel. I said there's a particular coach out there. Okay, family, we're going to let Kelvin get his Metro PCS under control. So, hey, Metro PCS, hey, whoever the, the CEO is of Metro the Metro PCS phone system, man, y'all need to call me so we can help Kelvin get him a phone to where he can sit here and do these do these shows with me. Because, hey, come on, Kelvin. Hey, but, but the family, they don't need to hear all that muffling stuff. Tell them, family, y'all need it to come loud and clear. That's what I'm talking about, loud and clear, baby. So we're going to keep rolling until we get that, that taken care of. But anyway, again, Steve Wilson, congratulations. New head coach of the Arizona Cardinals coming from the Carolina Panthers. Pat Shermer, new head coach of the New York Football Giants. And also, congrats to uh, Mike Vrabel. I mean, we watched Mike play. I mean, we've been around and we watched Mike play. He was an intense, you know, he, he was a great player as he was playing. And he was a very intense, great defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans for the last couple of years. And now he gets his shot as, as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. I mean, hey. Man, listen, dude, we love it when one of the former players gets a shot to be a head coach. Again, he's been in the trenches. He knows what it's like. He was a player. He was an assistant coach. He was a coordinator. 
here's a guy that has worked his way up through the ranks, and now he's a head coach. And again, he brings that tenacity, that that physicality, the intense, the process. He brings it all to the table. And hey, look, I just we expect great things from Mike Vrabel. Hey, now I know we lost my boy family, but look, there's something going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the they want to acknowledge the fact that they miss Kyrie Irving. They want to put everything else on, on everything else. They, Kevin Love wasn't sick. He left the locker room and all this other stuff. Come on, man. Hey, just face it. You lost one of the key factors to you winning championships. You lost When you lost Kyrie Irving, y'all thought it was no big deal. The Cavaliers, oh, LeBron James, the king, the king, the king. Well, the king can't do it by himself, baby. It's no different than Michael until he got a Scottie Pippen. So until you acknowledge the fact that your problem is not just your current team, it's not because Kevin Love left the, 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 the stadium before the game was over with. That's not the issue. Come on, really? No, it's not anything else other than the fact you lost one of the best point guards. You lost one of your best playmakers, and now you have to rebuild. I've never in my I've never in, in my entire career seen LeBron. Well, in LeBron's entire career, seen LeBron as adamant and as vocal as he has been over the last seven or eight games in his entire career. It's almost like he's coaching the team now. But again, you lost Kyrie Irving. So whatever you had done, and you can't get him back. Let's, 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 it is what it is. You're not going to get him back. But, you know, stop, stop fighting in the locker room. Stop fighting amongst each other. Come together as a team and get back out there and do what you're capable of doing. And whatever, they just play, that to, play to the best of your ability. But all you fans out there that thought that LeBron was going to be able to do it by himself, come on, man. Hey, this is just a great illustration as to – just how, how much Kyrie Irving meant to that team. Because I'm telling you, in the finals, had it not been for Kyrie Irving the last year, the last couple of years, LeBron James does not win. LeBron James goes into a slump, and he doesn't know how to get out of it. Kyrie was the one that made the spark in order for the Cleveland Cavaliers to go ahead and win those championships. So it, it is what it is. But, baby, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we, again, we're going to see if we can find Kelvin in that Metro PCS. He's probably up underneath the, uh, the uh, doggone tool shed somewhere. But anyway, we'll try to find him. When we'll, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're diving into planning your 2018 outdoor adventures. Find out about prime DIY hunting opportunities across the country. Get the how-tos of applying for tags and listen for advice from the pros who hunt full-time. Joining us is Kevin Steele, host of Peterson's Hunting Adventures, Jeremy Millette with Silencer Shop, Mrs. Bunny, and more. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. 
We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. is the get down with hurley brown to reach our show today call in to 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to the get down with hurley brown at gmail.com now back to the show family we are back and guess what we found Kelvin smashed the man harris in his pcs uh, metro pcs phone but kelvin we were, i was just sitting there talking about you know how Cleveland's out there fighting, you know, having the, the, the big dis- disagreements and stuff in the locker room, getting all loud and stuff. Kevin Love leaving the game Saturday early, saying he's sick. And then he missed the shoot around Sunday. I mean, come on, Kelvin. Really, bro? So, no, first you had the Houston Rockets trying to fight the LA Clippers. Now you got the Cleveland Cavaliers fighting amongst each other. What's going on in the NBA, bro? It's a lot of pettiness going on. That's what's going on. Yeah, pettiness is an understatement. I mean, come on, man. Hey, look. Well, well first we, of all, if you Chris Paul, if you Chris Paul, you 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 gotta leave your feelings in the locker room. Come on, man. I mean, you can't be leading the revolt against Austin Rivers of all people. I mean, uh, I think you said it best. Show your show show your victory by the check. Exactly. Go out there and do what you do. Earn your earn your keep. And play the game the way that it's supposed to be played. At the end of the day, end of the game, you get in your $300,000 car, go to your $6 million home, kick your feet up, and enjoy your family. Let's keep it real. Better than than that, the best way for him to uh, kick in and Austin Rivers' face is for the Rockets to go to the finals. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Hey, as a matter of fact, you know, I know we... I'm, I'm trying to take my time and cover some of this stuff before we get into football because that's what we really do. But James Harrison did it. Can we please James, not talk about the Patriots? I just, I don't want to. We, hey, man, so, so, and I'm going to rub it in, Kelvin, because last week, and family, y'all know it, y'all heard it. Last week, Kelvin Harris and his counterpart, yeah, Leon Searcy. I own it. I yeah, own you, it. Yeah, you're going to have to own it because, baby, we got, hey, we got it on. It's recorded. Well, no, let me, play let, it let me say this. I was, me and Leon were not wrong. But here's the problem. Nathaniel Hackett did a great job of mixing up the plays. You basically saw a guy who is a, in, in, I'm going to use a baseball analogy. You're looking at Greg Maddox. He gave a Greg Maddox-like game plan. I mean, you don't have the fastball, but you throw a lot of off-speed pitches, a lot of curves, change-ups. You kept the Patriots off balance, 
for three and a half quarters. But the reality was you got a game manager who can't make accurate throws, and they finally decided to make your game manager make accurate throws. That was a ball game. Well, actually, I take that back. Then your defense, who you're, you're claiming is a great defense, I'm going to say this earlier. I've been around some great defense. You've been around some great defense. I was in San Diego Stadium when, when Sapp and Brooksnell ran through the Oakland Raiders. That was a great defense. Jacksonville is just a good defense because they worked it under the pressure when it counted. Well, I'm, I'm glad you admitting that now because last week, man, you and Cers, y'all almost had me questioning the, whether or not I wanted to take the Patriots. Hey, when I hung no, in there, now, I took my boys. Now, y'all, well, no, no, because what you told me, what y'all told me, and family, just so y'all don't know what we're talking about. If you look at it, we weren't wrong. I mean, you were wrong. Y'all lost. They lost. Jacksonville lost. It's a 60-minute game. It's not a 45-minute game. You're right. It's a 60-minute game. I'm not going to put it all on the players because, Hurley, you as a secondary guy, maybe you can make me understand this. You're not wild Rukowski out of the game. Why are you playing zone with Soto the Hobbit running across the middle, scot free? Explain that to me. Well, again, well, well, first of all, they they played right into the Patriots' hands because ultimately, what ended up happening, you went to zone because your guys got tired because you're out on the field too long. What New England which did in the second my, half which goes into my other, which goes into the other thing I was saying about. You know, you got a game manager, and in the second half, basically Jacksonville's offense went into let's not lose the game mode. And you know you can't do that against Tom Brady. No, you can't. You got to make sure. No, you can't. You got to make what happened, I mean, but you, you got to give Coach Patricia is, is just due now. The adjustment that he made at halftime to come out. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me, let me stop you right there. I don't want to disrespect that dude, but I'm going to say, let's just say, this adjustment Bill Belichick made because he's still running the show. Yeah, As you see next year, when Patricia is gone, oh, I have no doubt. I'm, it's the Patriots. It's well, not. You, it's not about right, the. You're right, honey. You know what they did? They said, "Look, let's stop letting this dude sit back in the pocket. He actually yeah. can make a couple of throws if he get time. Let's exactly. see what he do when he got a little pressure in his face." Yep. And they came out in the second half. They were 0 four on third down conversions. In the first oh, half, yeah. it was like 70, it was almost 60, 75% on third down conversions. Second half, they come out, they couldn't, they couldn't convert it on third down. So again, now your defense is out there for long periods of time. Yeah. But this is my problem with that. Why don't you keep throwing them crossing routes to Marcus Lee and, you know, maybe a stop route, a flare route. You know they're coming, throw a screen, you know, Get the ball out of his hands. Yeah, I mean, we, we can say that, but right, at the end of the day, the Patriots have a formula. It is a process. The Patriots just kept playing. If Kevin, they no different than what we were when we, when we were winning championships. You might beat us in the first half. Yeah, you might beat us through three quarters, but you can't play with us for four quarters. Well, the thing I say is, early, I just I, I respect what Bill Belichick has done because he's doing it the right way as far as his coaching and whatnot. I would just like to see these other teams not bitch up every time. Seattle, 
Pitched up. Atlanta. Pitched up. Exactly. So, 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 that, so that goes to, for the last three seasons, and again, we ain't playing the Super Bowl yet. Now, nah, they just made it to the Super Bowl. But for the last three seasons, New, England's had, New England has had to come from behind to win these significant games. And here's, this yeah. is what I've, I've said all season long. This is Jacksonville's first time, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, this is Jacksonville, Jacksonville's first time making it to the championship game, a game away from the Super in Bowl. In a long like, time, in a long time. In a long time, since in a long time. Since, long Leon, time. since Leon was there, yeah. Since Leon was there, right. When Mark Brunel was there, they had a chance. They played for the championship then. But New England has been there eight times. And, and there's, something, there's something to say about that experience. The thing that I saw when I was watching the game, New England never panicked. They just kept playing. Why would they play the girls? They were down 25 in the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, 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 that's what I'm saying. That experience does a, it says a lot for you. Well, when you're down in the Super Bowl, you've been behind in the Super Bowl two, for the last two Super Bowls, and you came back to win, all they did was just kept chopping wood. They just well, kept I'm chopping wood. They just kept rolling the boat. Somebody who needs to get a special game ball that I think we're really not giving a lot of credit to is the punter. Because if you recall in the second half, he kept Jacksonville pinned back. Yes, he did. I think they had yes, three straight possessions when they were inside the 15. So that changes your play calling. Exactly. But the other person that I think was the corner, Griffin. Because that play he made on that last drive, on the last drive that the Jaguars had, how he came across yeah. in that deep over route. Yeah, that, 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 that saved the that game. That sealed the game. That, that right there sealed the game. And even I'm sitting there, you know, it has nothing to do with the X's and O's. That was Jimmy's and Joe's. So I don't care what Bill Belichick did or what Jacksonville had done at that particular point. That was the game winner right there. Yeah, that was an excellent play. Um, Jack. And family, there we go again. But anyway, hey, it was a Hello? great game. Yeah, we here, Kelvin. You in that Metro. But it was a great game. And, and the one thing that I want to say about, about that game, you know, the thing that really got to me was Jalen Ramsey running his mouth. What are he going to do? They're going to win. They're going to do this. You never heard anybody from New England say none of that all week long. And again, Jalen, hey, you played at Florida State. Y'all got a lot of confidence. But – what th- what those older guys have to do with Jacksonville, they gotta they gotta find a way to get to 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 reel him back in, Jalen, and teach him how to be a professional. Now, there's one thing of being cocky and confident and all that other stuff, but come on, man. Sometimes you you know you don't have to get in front of the media and say all that. And remember, well, Kevin, because we did remember we did that with against against um, uh, Brigham Young BYU that year. Remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, but yeah. Early, so hold, hold on, hold on, Kevin, because we got to take a break. Hey, family, okay. when we come back, we're going to talk about that right there. And um, again, we're going to tell you how how we won the Heisman for Ty Detmer. But anyway, let us take a break. Yeah, we won it for him. Uh, you know, yeah, okay, whatever. All right, but let's take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back to get down with Hurley Brown.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we are back. And I'm sitting here with my main man, Kelvin Harris. And we're talking about all the smack talk that Jalen Ramsey has been talking leading up to the Super Bowl. Well, let me say this. Now, as you, you know, I don't know if the fans know this, but, you know, Hurley knows this. I grew up with Dion. You know, Dion was a couple years older than both me and Hurley. And, you know, worked that way when I was coming out of high school going to UM. And, you know, the one thing we both could say, if Prime was going to talk smack, he was going to back it up. That's why yeah. he got the name Prime Time. And Prime Time was going to back it up in Prime yeah, Time yeah. games. Jalen Ramsey is, is third shift. He ain't quite, he ain't ready for Brown. He third shift. He's a graveyard shift because if you're going to talk smack to Tom Brady in pregame, you better make a pick six. You better have 20 tackles. You better do something. Yeah, you better do something. And there's a couple of opportunities on those overthrown balls. Yeah. Jalen, if you just, hey, just track the ball. Forget the, forget the, the wide receiver. Track the ball. Go pick the ball off because that's what Dion did. Dion was a type, and wherever the ball is, you throwing it to me. You ain't throwing it to the receiver. But again, you're well, talking about experience against a non-experienced guy. A guy that has well, had a lot of success. What was even more aggressive about, about Prime was sometimes he would bait quarterbacks into throwing the ball to him, making it look like he was out of position when he really wasn't. Exactly. And, you know, that comes from a lot of film study and, you know, a great football IQ. And I'm not saying Jalen Ramsey doesn't have that. But he's got a ways to go. Yeah, he got a ways to go. And it showed in the game. 
And again, I think the kid is going to be a Hall of Fame player one day if he continues to on the track that he's going. But Jalen, you got to wait for wait till your turn. Don't start bumping off at the gums now. Don't start running your mouth now against one of the greatest we've seen in a long time until you've had some success. All right, you in your second year. You done did some things. You done did some, some good stuff. But you haven't done anything out of the ordinary. You have not done anything that we don't expect you to do. You have all the tools. God has blessed you with everything that you need in order for you to be successful. So whenever you do something on the football field, we as football players, we sit there and we look at it like, that's what you're supposed to do. You don't, you don't get a cookie for doing something that you're supposed to do. You're doing your job. Now, when you like Dion and you shut down the entire half of the field because of your presence, or even if you don't get a ball thrown to you during a game because they're afraid of you, but you go back there and you take a, a, a punt back for six or you take a kickoff return back for six, now that's doing something. Hey, look, because that ain't normal. That's no, ain't. That ain't normal now. So, again, Jalen, we love you, bro. And we're proud of you and the Jacksonville Jaguars for what you've done for the state of Florida. But make no mistake about it. You're not quite there yet, homeboy. You got a little ways to go. No. You got a I'm ways gonna, to go. I'm a, I want to throw a quick shout out to Philip Dorsett. He didn't get many opportunities. But when the time came. It, it was, exactly. He did what he was supposed to do. Crucial third down conversion for Philip Dorsett. Yeah. Crucial third down play. Again, yeah. man, you're talking about eight because he could have he, he been sitting, home, sitting at home with the Indianapolis coach right about now, but they, they yeah. traded him. You know what I'm saying? They traded and Now, now Pete did is going to the Super Bowl with one of the greatest teams in, in at least our time. So, Philip, man, yeah. hey, bro, congratulations, and congratulations on being traded, you and James Harrison, because, again, James Harrison could have been over there with the Pittsburgh Steelers right about now, and I'm a, hey, I'm a Mike Thomas fan. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. Grew up watching the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. I go way back to the Franco Harris and the, the Steel Curtain days. All of them, Rocky Blyer, every, all of them. Mel but Blunt. Hey, Mel Blunt. Jack Ham. Come Jack on, Lambert, baby. Yeah. Jack Lambert. We go way. Lynn Swan. Yeah, but Lynn hurt me that day when he talked about us when he was commentating the game when we was playing Cal. My feelings ain't been the same towards Lynn Swan since. Oh, Lynn Swan? But, yeah, you remember where I But anyway, family, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Like Mike said in the documentary, man, we was just being bad boys that day. Man. Yeah, we were being some bad boys. I don't know what to say about us. But anyway. With that bad dancing. Yeah, Wesley Carey couldn't dance. Then he can't dance now. But it's all good. But family, you know, again, hey, you young guys that are out there, you guys that are playing this game, hey, look now. Get some, get some wings. You know, just like the old movie Biker Boys, one of my favorite movies. You get yourself some wings. Yeah, then, yeah, then, then we can talk. But until then, man, come on, man, you just chill. You know what I'm saying? Just chill and be who you are. Be what you're going to I'm already out on a limb, so I'm gonna go out on a longer limb. I'm, 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 I'm gonna make an early prediction. Nick Foles is gonna. Outduel the greatest of all time. Okay, Joe. All right, all right. So here's the deal. So the Philadelphia Eagles made the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings look average. They did. They did. I'm, I'm man. They came out 
And Ajayi, again, you're talking about, man, ooh, divine intervention. Boy, you, ooh. Jay Ajayi could be down there with the Miami Dolphins right now, hanging out on South Beach watching the games oh, at the Cleveland. But yet and still, this dude is playing his butt off, and now he's made it to the Super Bowl. So I know he yeah. called in his homeboys down there. Hey, look, man, I got some tickets for y'all. Y'all want to come watch me play? Wow. Yeah, he, so, he giving Adam Gates the finger right about now. No, nah, he ain't giving Adam the finger. He just... He probably saluting him, telling him, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Tweeting him, hey, big dog. I didn't understand what you was doing then, but I got it now, my brother. Check out this dog on AFC Championship ring. Woo. Yeah. But anyway. I'm going to say this. But, early, I'm going to say this. The stuff you heard me and Leon say about Jacksonville's defense is going to carry over to Philadelphia's defense, but there's one big difference. They've got eight pass rushers instead of four. That okay. will be the difference. All right, so here we go, family. So let's go back, family. So last week we talked about this game. We talked about New England Patriots and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And my two counterparts, my, my two brothers, guys that I love dearly, sat there and they argued me down. And again, they had me questioning whether or not I believe myself. I know football. And I know the New England Patriots. I've watched the Jacksonville Jaguars. They had me questioning whether or not I believe myself. They talked me into, they almost talked me into saying, you know what, man, y'all right, I'm going to go with the Jaguars because y'all telling me that the Jaguars were built to beat the New England Patriots. And I was, I was listening now, but, hey, but I never wavered. I, I, I take that back. I, I did waver, but I never crossed the fence. I stayed on my side of the fence. And I took the New England Patriots. So now you're sitting here telling me that you honestly do believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to beat the New England Patriots? There's one big, there's, there's a couple oh, of differences. There's a couple of differences. All right, yes, there's a backup quarterback playing. But Doug Peterson is a veteran of the league as a backup himself and as a play caller. And him and Nick Foles. Uh, they have a good good relationship, and he trusts Nick Foles more than what Jacksonville trusted um, Blake Bortles because Philadelphia can pretty much do the same things that Jacksonville can, did, but I don't think they'll go in the tank offensively in the second half because now – they provide a unique situation. They got a really good offensive line. They got a running back. They got two good running backs. And then Ajaye is a much better receiver out of the backfield than Leonard Fournette was. So when he's in the game, he's a dual threat. Now, we're going to need Alshon Jeffrey to show up big. I think Zach Ertz is going to be key. But all the elements are there. Now, I'm going to say this. I gained a newfound respect for Tom Brady. I can't believe I even said a newfound respect. I appreciate how good he was. Hurley, some of those throws he made in that game, wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Hey, and again, you're talking about the GOAT, the greatest of all time. You're talking about a man that goes into every doggone training camp as if, as if, it is his first ever training camp as if he's a rookie. 
pen and paper, taking down all the notes, studying the game, understanding the game, making those calls and checks. And again, he's a coach out there on the football field. Well, you got to think about something, Hurley. Let's just be honest. Stacks and clusters, they look, they're getting ready to bring bring this blitz. Yeah, to me, the only other person that has done that, that has constructed the game the way that he does, was Peyton Manning in in my time. As as far as watching the game and understanding the game. Because back when we was kids, I didn't understand the game like that then. But I understand the game now. You know the one thing that Peyton Manning, um, Tom Brady, and even Aaron Rodgers, and actually Drew Brees all have in common is that they were in the same systems for over a decade. Yes, yes. And that makes a difference. You know that makes that, that makes a big difference, Kel. And you know what? And I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because here's the difference. And this is why I'm so I'm so disappointed in these college coaches and some of these NFL coaches. Al Golden told me we were at a Christmas party one night and we were talking about this. This was the year before we got fired. Okay. Yeah. Al said, Hurley, you know what wins football games? I'm looking at him. He said, look at all, look at all, listen, look at what the Dolphins do. Every two, three years, they, they fire a coach and bring in a new coach. He yes. said, let me tell you what wins football games. Extreme consistency. Continuity, yeah. No, I, I yeah. agree. Extreme consistency, Kelvin. And that's what the New England Patriots have had. Extreme consistency. They know exactly, hey, look, they, everybody knows where they're going to be. And all they do is just, they, they'll lose one player. And then all they do is just, hey, put somebody in his spot. Next man in. Rob Gronkowski well, goes down. Hey, look, let's just start doing this now. Let's just run the ball well, over me, here, throw the ball to this I'm guy. I'm glad you brought that up bro. because the system they have, I don't, I don't want to completely disrespect Josh McDaniels and, 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 and Patricia, but it is a plug-and-play system because – it is. Constance. Let's look at the Constance. Right, right. But hold on, Kevin, because we got to take another break. we got to take one more break. Okay. And then we'll be back. So hold that thought. Let's take a break, and you'll yeah, come back. There's a, there's a, down there's a MVP that we have never talked about. I'm going to bring Extreme him up. Extreme consistency. And if you say something about the referees, I'm coming no, through no, this no, microphone. Do it, all right, hey, no, all no. right. We're going to take, take a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? 
Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we are back. That's right. You're listening to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm here with my co-host, Kelvin Harris. And we are sitting here talking about the New England Patriots and how they came back to win the game against against the um, Jalen Ramsey and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So anyway, so Kel, continue with what you were trying to say before we had to take a go. Yeah, well, I was going to bring up the unsung hero. Like we were talking off air, it doesn't. I don't want to disrespect Patricia and McDaniel's, but the way the Patriots are set up, it's the plug and play situation. They can they can move the coordinators in and out because. Tom Brady is the offensive coordinator because he's been in that system since 2000. and Extreme consistency. Yeah. So whoever comes in, they know the system, but he knows it better than they do. And then him and Bill Belichick have these meetings every week. Bill Belichick knows the system offensively. And then on defense, he's really the defensive coordinator. But the unsung hero in the third piece of this is Dante Skarnecki, the offensive line coach, because – he can basically take a construction worker off the street and make him a decent offensive lineman. And that's been the key to the whole um, the whole dynasty is that he's been able to put together protections to keep Brady upright. And in a couple of years, the year that he wasn't there when Denver beat them, the offensive line was a shambles. And, you know, it's had its problems over the last couple of years since he's been back. But he's just so skilled at putting guys in the right place and coming up with the right protections that um, you don't even pay attention to it and you overlook him. And that's why I wanted to, you know, as a former offensive lineman, I wanted to give him the credit that he just deserves because I think he is as important to that dynasty as Belichick and Brady. Yes, he is. And, and again, man, you're talking about some, some of the, the greatest coaches – not, 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 not just coaches. Let's just call it what it is, the process. These guys have figured out the formula, Kelvin. And, again, you can't argue that. And all of these guys, all of these guys get into this. And, again, you know, hey, Jacksonville will make it back to the playoffs next year. They'll do extremely well. I love what they're doing with Leonard Fournette. Now they got a run game. They can take the pressure off of Blake Bortles. And, hey, look, their defense – they, no, no. They can't come Blake, back Blake, Blake is Blake is good enough. They need enough. They need they need a a third down back. They need a compliment to Leonard Fournette. What they need is a quarterback that can make throws. Man, this kid is good. This kid can make the throws. Again, they took their foot off the gas pedal and they they played the game not to lose the game. They didn't play the second half to win the game. They came out, they yeah, were very emotional in the first half, yeah, and, and, and amen, they were aggressive in the first half. 
But again, Bad New England has a formula and they stick to that formula. And when the emotion started to wear down and it was a level playing field, the better team came back and won. And it's just that simple. I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm Tom Coughlin, I either go trade for Eli Manning or I go sign Kirk Cousins. Bruh, listen. You need to keep Blake Bortles. You need to, and again, those two guys need to, they need to be groomed together. Blake Bortles, you got Alan Hearns. You got the other receivers up there. Dude, you got a young offensive line. You got a young quarterback, a young running back. But this, this could be the equivalent to the Dallas Cowboys when you had Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, Alvin Harper, and these early, guys. Early, early. You, I'm going to call need people to have you Baker acting right now. No, no, I didn't you, say I didn't say they were going to be as good, if, if not better. Blake it could be the Troy equivalent. Aikman in the same sentence again, I'm going to have you Dude, Baker acting. Listen, they could be they could be Jacksonville's version of the big three. Leonard Fournette makes all the difference in the world. People say what they want to say. Everybody throwing oh, the ball man, a million times, all that other stuff. But the, if you cannot run the football, you can't win. It's just that well, something. Hold on. Let's, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to a U.M. boy there that's making it happen in the middle, Brandon yeah, Linder. Brandon Linder. Yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. And that's why I'm saying, man, Brandon uh, – what, Brandon's going into his fourth year? These guys are young, man. They're young. Highest paid center in the league. And I'll tell you what, I got to give Tom Coughlin credit for drafting Cam Robinson. I can't believe Cam Robinson lasted until the second round. He was, in, in my opinion, head and shoulders the best tackle, best lineman in the draft. In, exactly. Highest lips to the game, I don't know. But but Tom Coughlin, he has a formula. And, dude, he's building that team. And, and again, he, Tom Coughlin's going home tonight. You say, you know what? Hey, we finna get back to work. I'm almost there. I almost got it. I almost got it. There's one ingredient that I'm missing, but I'm going to get it next year. I promise you. So he's going to be back next what? year, and he's going to give Florida and Duval County something to be proud of. Man, ain't nothing wrong with Blake Bortles. Man, stop blaming the quarterback, bro. I, I, I can't blame you the quarterback. because he's a Central Florida guy. Right, so I'm that. sitting here, Kelvin, and, and, you know, my mentor played for the Philadelphia Eagles. He went to Ohio State. And I'm sitting here, and I'm getting these messages. They laughing at me because I'm picking the New England Patriots. Ray, are you, come on, bro. Hey, dude. What you drinking? I believe, I believe in the Patriots and their system. Now, Ray, welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. All right. I'm glad you're with us. Yeah, hey, family, this is Ray Ellis. This is my mentor. Guy that got me started in the business. Ray, thank you for joining us. Hurley, so I, now, I appreciate it, man. You know, it took me all season long for you to get me on the show, but uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, Ray, well, you, you, you too big time. You didn't want to get on the show until y'all made it to the Super Bowl. I get no, it. No, man, I just, you know, I had I had to wait till I could re- respectfully add something to the conversation because other than that, you know, there was no respect there. Yeah, because Ohio State ain't do nothing this year. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. You, you don't you don't recall the fact that, you know, they kept us out. Which I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But then we handled our business when we played uh, that team out there in California. You don't remember that, huh? Uh, that's California. That's West Coast football, man. USC, USC right? Hey, USC. Right now, USC, if I ain't mistaken, I think y'all are having a conversation about uh, maybe somebody going to trade somebody's quarterback, and USC's quarterback is in the conversation perhaps maybe being drafted. Yeah, but okay. the only way USC was going to beat Ohio State is if that quarterback was still playing for USC. And the only way 
that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl unless y'all call back, y'all get Reggie White, call God, and ask God <laughs> to send you Reggie White and Jerome oh, Brown. Please, Hurley, Hurley, don't sleep on this name, Fletcher Cox. There you go. There you go. Fletcher Cox is a bad boy. Yeah. He's a bad boy. That's 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 a that's a that's another version of the modern day Reggie White. And and like I'm saying, a version because it wasn't but one Reggie. I I know that You're I wouldn't right. have said there myself. Was only one oh yeah. Will only oh, be yeah. will only be one Reggie. You know I feel the same well, way about LT. You ain't gonna see another linebacker like LT. Exactly. No, You're right. You You're absolutely what, right. I've I've been watching Fletcher Cox for a long time, and I will tell you why. Me and Hurley have a good friend, Warren Sapp. Just back when he was with the NFL Network, and oh, I remember yeah. one day we was talking, and he said, "Man, I just got off the air with Mike, uh, whatever Mayock, and he tried to tell me about D lineman." He said, "Man, I looked at all the film. The best guy on the board is Fletcher Cox." So I was like, "Well, hey, if South say good." So I went back and I was YouTube to see. I said, "Oh, okay." South said he's gonna be a star. Yeah, and, and he's I he's been doing exactly that. That kid is phenomenal. But family, Ray Ray played for the Eagles. So I mean that that's where his heart is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I play I play with Reggie, man, and uh, you know yeah. one thing about it when you, when you see when Reggie, I never seen a man throw another three hundred pound man off the ground with just one arm consistently. Oh Reggie, Reggie could do that move on you. You know oh, yeah. what 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 Reggie uh, was it the Super Bowl he had two consecutive sacks to, to wrap the game up. Yep. Yeah. And hey, remember when he tore um was it Mandage? Oh, the offensive lineman from from the um, from the University of Michigan, the steroid man. Yeah, he ended yeah, his career. Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. No, I got one. I got one for you. I don't know if you're on the team there, Ray, but in '93, my second year preseason, they open up the uh, the Georgia Dome, and he's on Chris Hinton. Chris Hinton is a grown man. He's every bit of six five. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, a real big boy. Yeah, Chris was a bad boy in the day too. So they open up the game and Reggie White bull rushes him about three times. So then they said, well, let's keep the tight end. So he splits the tight end and Chris Hinton. So then they've got the guard sliding over and he ripping through them. Then they have the back chip him. And I mean, he is running through all of them. And it's like, we was just looking at that like, that's a grown man. It's a grown He's ass, over like that. Grown ass man. And I, I, I'm going <laughs> to tell you what, man. No, you know, and the thing about Reggie is Reggie, believe it or not, Reggie probably was only a fraction of his full potential because there were some aspects of his game that, that Reggie was went a little, you know, didn't go real hard on. And that was preparation in terms of the weight room, man. Reggie was right. not no weight room dude. He Reggie just, man, we, didn't lift that much either. Yeah, you know, Reggie, you know, you know, back in the day in the hood, man, we talk about somebody, you know, they just cock strong. Reggie just right. cock strong, man. Reggie yeah. wasn't, in a, wasn't a weightlifting dude. No, you can't. I never heard of Reggie lifting, like, bench pressing like 400, 450, nothing like No. No, oh, man. Reggie no. just was cock strong, man, and could keep it coming. Never got tired. Could run, mm. could run well, you down. I'll be down. But that's what y'all going to need be. to win the Super Bowl. Well, F Fletcher going to no, bring no, a version. No, no, no. No, no, they no, got, no. Hey, they, they hey, got hey, eight I, 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 early. They got Let, eight pass rushes. There you go. You're going to need all eight of them. And yeah, hey, my main man, Ray, is thinking with his heart. No, I'm Kelvin. not. No, I'm not. I am, I am right. not. Okay. I am, right. I am not, man. I'm, I'm thinking with my, my football education, and I've, <laughs> I've, seen it, I've seen it done. You know, and that's, that's the thing about it, man, you know, very few people who really 
didn't want to get out of the way of what has been done in the past. Right. I mean, those teams that, you know, Tom Brady and the Eagles, this is a rematch. It's only a rematch for a couple people in this particular game. Tom was there. Belichick was there. And, uh, you know, uh, and of course, uh, my homeboy was there, too. Um, quarterback coach. Doug Peterson was there. Uh, Doug was on the sidelines. See, that's another thing people forget, you know. Man, I think Doug has been studying this game from a quarterback's mm. perspective, man. And he, he calling plays now. He's doing a damn good job. Yeah, he is. But, but well, jo- Josh, Josh McDaniels is a quarterback because Josh was a high school quarterback. Play a little bit of quarterback, you, you know. And so you got two quarterbacks calling plays for quarterbacks on the field. There's a unique connection between those guys right there and that chemistry shows up on the field with those quarterbacks the kind of job that they display the way that yeah but Ray there's something else I like about the Philadelphia setup and they did it for Carson Wentz they have if I'm not mistaken Frank Reich is either the offensive coordinator or the quarterback coach yeah Frank is quarterback another coach another former quarterback that's the quarterback like whichever one Frank is the other one is the quarterback so you got a quarterback as the offensive coordinator the quarterback coach and the quarterback as a head coach. See, see. So, okay, all right. Hey, so here we go, family. Okay. And again, you heard it here. Now we got to go. You got to shut hey, it guys, down. Stay tuned. Let's shut it down. Stay tuned. Ray Ellis Sports Show is next. But you heard it right here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Ray Ellis and Kelvin Harris are picking the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Yours truly, Hurley, the Get Down Brown. Oh, hey, then you got Ray. Okay, Ray's taking the Eagles too. So it's three to one, family. So we'll see you. We'll see you. Well, we'll see you next week too. But still, in two weeks we're gonna come back, and y'all owe me a cup of coffee. I want three cups of coffee when y'all when we come back after the Patriots beat the Philadelphia Eagles. But that's been our show for today, people. Again, stay tuned next for the Ray Ellis Sports Talk Show. But we'll see you that same get down time next week, same get down channel. This is Hurley Brown. Get down with Hurley Brown. Signing off. Thanks for tuning into the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.